campers. Have no fear, happy campers is here. It's a summer camp themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we missed, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julie and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. Hi, happy campers. It's Julia here. I'm here too. Sammy. <laughs> Sammy's here Double too. trouble in the house. It's been a while since we've like been in the studio. <laughs> it feels good. And this is an episode that's going to be on season three, I which know. feels even better. I know. Um, our love of camps is still strong. We hope yours are too. Uh, today we're going to talk to you uh, with a f- new friend of ours. Mr. Matthew Broussard, welcome. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Season hey. three, I'm so excited. We yeah. got renewed. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah, no, oh, <laughs> God. We were, we, Sammy and I were just we freaking were really out. Really the network. <laughs> yeah, the, the network they, decided camp is important. Yeah. The ruling came down. Yeah. Uh, Matthew is an hilarious, awesome guy who we found out recently also loves camp. Love it. He is a stand-up comedian. You can find him on Comedy Central. He's a half hour that's super, super funny. And he's also the creator of Monday Pun Day. What's that? A lot of our listeners love puns. <laughs> I knew it. You guys have brains that work better than mine, and you understand how puns work. Uh, Sammy has a brain for puns. Julia does not have a brain for puns. Matthew has a brain and an ambition for guys, creating I'm, the love I'm of puns. I'm spreading the good word of puns. Can you I'm explain a- Monday Punday to our listeners? Yeah, that's what I want to Monday Punday, it, it's a website, mondaypunday.com. It's also an app called Monday Punday. That's it's where a, I get my puns. That's It's a good dose of puns. It's it's less for uh, uh, pun enthusiasts, more for puzzle enthusiasts. Yeah, so what they are, they're, puzzle. they're visual puns. So it's like a cartoon of a kind of a play on words, and you have to guess which title or phrase it represents. I'm going on about 100, uh, 400 Mondays worth, uh, about to hit 400 um, you can check them all out. It's all totally free. Uh, some of them are simple. Some of them are really, really hard because I have I to just get pretty got creative. Elastic band and it like made that's me. a hard that one, one was so hard. That's a, hard. a lot of people get elastic <laughs> and they're like, "Is elastic?" I'm like, yeah, "Okay, but the drums yeah. and the guitar, yeah, yeah." yeah. I yeah. just got that one, and I was like, oh, my God. I sent it to my boyfriend. I was like, this pun. And the he was like, okay. And he's like, we have to talk. You always just talk about puns. <laughs> my favorite thing is that people are going to listen to this and hear you say that, and then they're going to be like, oh, I'll, I, now I'll know that one when I get to it. And they yeah, won't, they because won't. by the time they, they get to it, they want to process that, and they won't right. connect it immediately. They won't get it. Um, but, yeah, that's like my passion, and when that's actually done, how we I'm met. I'm just going to like fangirl all over you about all the ones that I was so proud that I got. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so that is how we met. We were backstage at a Comedy Central the roast, roast battle, battle uh, that was Matthew performed in. It was super funny, and then we were backstage. Everyone was just chilling, and then all of a sudden, I was like, why is this guy holding a binder, <laughs> and why is everyone crowded around this binder, and he's like performing and showing these puns, and it was this amazing group mentality where people were getting really into trying to solve it together and then we would get a couple and then we'd get some hard ones how and much everyone, did you contribute to oh, that oh not at all my brain, <laughs> my brain does not work in puns but you could just see like the smiles on everyone's faces and it was really cool it's super fun it's like really good when you're like s- waiting for the train or like whatever yeah. it's did a you really download good, the app yeah, I have the yeah. App. it's um, a really good pastime I recommend the app not because I make any money off of it <laughs> but uh, just because um, it's uh, you can keep track of which ones you've solved and yeah, which ones and you, you have yeah and you get points it's like it's like a game yep. it's like a video game it's addicting i don't oh, I, yeah. I didn't explain the point system anywhere do you know the point system no i don't understand so, the point system you, but i'm like oh a thousand points great sammy just <laughs> likes when there's more points yeah, than I less like points. when i win 
that. Uh, so we found out that you love camp as right. well. Right. This is that's uh, the point. So of that's this. why you're chatting with the happy campers. <laughs> Uh, you are a nice Jewish boy from Texas. Texas, yep. Started in Texas. Started Jewish summer camp when I was living in Corpus Christi, Texas. Corpus Christi. Latin for Body of Christ. There mm, were two amen. temples when I lived hey. there, and then after I moved, they had to merge into one because of how small of a population of Jews. There were three bar mitzvahs my year. I went to two bar mitzvahs. And one of them wow. was yours. Uh, two weren't mine. Okay. No, I, I miss Bradley, so I only went to one. Oh, poor Bradley. After I moved, Bradley. yeah. Wow. Um, that's insane because I went to bar mitzvahs every weekend for all of seventh and eighth grade. Yeah, Sammy. What? Where, where are you from? I'm from DC. DC. Yeah. 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 And I'm from Westchester. So it was a, uh, it was like a social a thing. It's just what you did every weekend. Yeah. Back to back. Sometimes to back. I had two in one day. Exactly. It was nuts. Cause every, it's not just, a lot of Jews, it's not just like school friends. It's like all your Hebrew school friends, all your camp friends, all your, what we're so saying jealous. was there was a lot of Jews. Yeah, we grew up in a different environment. Okay, so tell yeah. us about Jewish summer camp in Texas. It was so in Texas, it people it was Texas and Oklahoma. We all came to Bruceville, Texas to Green Family Camp. It was so I it's think it's like North Texas? No. No, oh, it just okay. that was how 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 so the sparsely populated with Jews. Traveled. Yeah. Okay. Because there weren't it. enough Jews in Oklahoma. Okay. And the camp is called Green Stadium? Green? Green. Green. Uh, with Green an e at camp? the end. Green family camp. Green family camp. Um, I remember it was, I was devastated at first. It was summer after fifth grade, and I was so scared to not be with my parents, yeah. and I like cried as she left. And by the end of it, I just, I, I was like, I have to come back every summer. This is amazing. Yeah. And I went back, I think, summer after fifth, summer after sixth, summer after seventh, summer after eighth, summer after ninth. Wow. And I took a break and then came back as a counselor for one year. That's awesome. And you had a good counselor experience? I had a pretty good counselor experience, yeah. Uh, it was the, I think this was highlighted in a previous episode, but one of the one of the cool parts is that you're around Jews, which is just so nice. Uh, you get to reinvent yourself. I'm sure that's a big theme of the, of the series, but like all of the embarrassing moments, you, you all kind of forget about, so you get to know what it feels like to be cool. Yeah, there's nobody no knows one, you. There's no clicks. There's no, right. you kind of reset, and uh, it was just so fun. I, like, I just felt cooler there. And and there was like a, you know romance the the, the summer romance Jews. So how did they go about trying to connect these these young fifth graders it into boyfriend girlfriend relationships? <laughs> they had a funny way of maintaining it be nothing like too. First of all, Jews are so awkward and self conscious. Yeah. It's not like we're gonna start. Right. It runs no, in our yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, orgy, bro. It's like we're all so like. Yeah. <laughs> no one's like that aggressive, um, and uh, like when we were twelve, we would like make up behind the cabins and we're like, oh, I hope the counselor doesn't catch us. And like we learned later, like the counselor is like they're they playing knew, goalie, and then like after three minutes they come like, what's going on here? And like like and then later the cabin they're like high five, yeah, my like, hey, got his first kiss tonight. Uh, and then there was like there was like one, I think it was like when we were 12 it was like it was the summer we all made out for the first time and 13 you were like oh feeling over the bra <laughs> the bases yeah, yeah 14 was like I, I 14 or 15 was like the summer of hand jobs yeah, oh my and yeah. yeah and then the next summer it was like we're getting into mid teenage years it was all oral sorry to be so grotesque but it, it was like <laughs> that was the summer Mo moving up the bases base. and then we were all extrapolating we're like okay next summer is the summer we all go to Israel together as part of this and this oh, is that the summer. Was, that was your final summer was taking you guys and going to yeah, Israel. Yeah, final summer trip. is campers before okay. we became uh, right. counselors so and training. now you're 16 when you could do that. 16, everyone goes to Israel. I miss this. Uh, oh. This is the summer I skipped. But it was 16, we're all extrapolating. Like, 
This so you're is still the summer a, we all summer. lose our you're virginity. Still a, you're summer still a virgin because you missed that one summer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, it wasn't until summer camp as a counselor. Um, and uh, all it, as 16-year-olds, they all went to Israel, and all of the girls lost their virginity to Israelis, uh-huh. and the guys were high and dry. <laughs> oh, my God. Because yeah. they are... They, they're direct. Israeli boys are very direct with American women. I mean, that happened on Birthright, too. It was yeah. like all of the boys. The soldiers would yeah, board the, the bus. The soldiers boarded the and bus. the American and boys the, would just Where they were cry. done. Yeah, yeah, they were just done. So when you came back as a counselor, were there Israeli counselors or anything Yeah, there like were that? always Israeli counselors. It was oh, always about cool. one-third of the staff was Israeli. Cause oh, wow. the, uh, I think it was something with the army. They allowed you to take a break and go... It's it's pretty valuable for for Israel to go like because every Israeli is a walking spokesperson for Israel. Yeah. Like they'll be like, it's magical. It's the most beautiful place on earth. Come to Tel Aviv. Not we'll be on the beach. Judaism, yeah. but for Milk sure and honey. Yeah. Israel. Yeah. Well, no, that's the weird thing people don't realize about Israel is that like Israelis in, are not religious. They're not religious, yeah. and it's a country where like we you see religious zealotry in this country and it's so extreme you see nationalism is so extreme there it's one thing yeah your your jewishness and your israeliness are the same thing and so they're so extreme with it that it, it like it's just it's such a passion you like you see it in each one of them yeah but they were so they were all just like zohan was one of my i thought that was such an underappreciated movies because like every israeli was such a stereotype <laughs> yeah well you were there as a counselor did you ever think about moving to israel yeah. Well, uh, on, I on birthright, I yeah. was like, and making can, aliyah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about it. It was just so cool, but the language barrier and the yeah. it'd be hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Um. So I have a question. Uh, so when you were like growing up in Texas, you're like surrounded by zero Jews, but you're like mm-hmm. going to Jewish sleepaway camp in the summer. Were people kind of like, "Where are you going? What are you doing?" Like, were they skeptical about it? Was it like, here's my question: Is like, did people feel about you the way that we feel about kind of like? christian camp like i have no idea what goes on there and it's kind of like a barrier yeah it was situation being a jew in corpus christi it wasn't that much anti-semitism i don't mean anti-semitism i just people were fascinated with me yeah like people were fascinated with my culture that asked me this question i legitimately had a girl who was nervous to come to my bar mitzvah because she didn't know the difference between that and a bris Oh. And she thought that was you're what like, was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's yeah. no, you're not going to see. No, that don't worry. That happened a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> so there, I think just my friends in my neighborhood were they just, were just like, like, and then interested. yeah, my best friend Matt Garcia loved calling it Jew camp. Yeah, Jew as camp. we called it that too. But yeah, he thought yeah. he got such a kick out of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, when he said it, it sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what? So like, was there a lot of like religious like stuff happening? Like you did Shabbat every week and yeah, that kind of stuff. It was reform. Yeah. So I mean, it was like. Meals were kosher. We did Shabbat. We did, you know, Israeli dancing and services, and it wasn't that extreme. But it was definitely well, like it was a Jewish was just summer like camp. Regular camp. Yeah, yeah. Um, we would do we knew prayers at every meal, prayers mm-hmm. before and after every meal. Um, it's just Judaism is just like well marketed right now because we know we got it. We got it a recruitment issue, so they kept it fun, and you could you could. They they kept it was it was almost like cheerleading camp in terms of just the the pep and enthusiasm for all things Jewish and like everything the names of the cabin were all cities in Israel and mm-hmm. like the Tel Aviv bunk uh, and and all of those and it just it just gave you it was just fun and everyone was a dork so there was no you couldn't be too cool like, yeah that or was you reason. could be like the coolest of the dorky kids. yeah 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 
what kind of sports did you play there? Was it pretty oh, athletic or not at no. all? <laughs> yes. It was no, it was, uh, they had activities. We played Gaga ball was the big thing. What's that? It's like this it's weird like we dodgeball game. We played on, game play in that the on the playground. We I played it know. on the playground. Yeah. It's like Four against square? a wall, right? No, we played it. I think we played by Weird Worlds. It was in a sand pit. Oh. And you walked around with this kind of like dodgeball on the ground, and you had to hit it around. If you hit someone's feet, they were out. So everyone was just horrible for your back. It was just very bad. <laughs> for your back. Yeah. Just like um, trying to. We had ropes course. That was a big thing. Everyone always wanted to get in ropes course. Um, fitness. So you get you did two activities a week. Uh, and then you were there three weeks, so you ended up doing like six activities, and like no one wanted to get stuck in archery. And then like you know some of the kids did arts and crafts. There's a, a theater one. Uh, gymnastics was always fun. I always like doing gymnastics. Cool. So was there anything at camp that like in terms of maybe even theater that kind of sparked an interest later on no. in stand up? No, because no. I know because I started also, comedy like very out of nowhere. Right. Well, and what were you doing before? Were you in finance? In finance. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So I never had so, much. Maybe like middle school, I did one semester of like speech and debate, but okay. no inkling but other than that. You're not trying to you're draw some like, threads yeah, back to camp. Like, if you had to think about it, like you just avoided yeah. theater there. It just didn't interest me. Gotcha. I wanted to be outside. I was like, I loved running, so yeah. I just loved. I wasn't a good athlete, but I loved exercising and I loved being and sweating and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Oh my god, I cannot relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> I like being in the lake, just floating. I know. <laughs> and I moved to Atlanta. Um, while I was going there, so I went back from Atlanta. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there were more Jews in there Atlanta. There were a lot more right? Jews lot, in Atlanta. But I kind of fell out with it because when you're around more Jews, like you realize, oh, you a lot fail. of Jews suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, like really, like bratty type, especially in Atlanta. They're called Japs, actually. They're called Japs. <laughs> Have you heard? I, w- I want to call bot mitzvahs Japtisms. That's my. Japtisms. Oh my god. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, and I like playing around with all these words, brisses and Japtis, and then even just when you said confirmations, it's like confirmations of. So of like your Judaism, of yeah, what? well, because like confirmation is actually like kind of friends. a Christian thing. Right, like the they word. get, yeah, yeah like they go through confirmation, oh, right? Too, yeah. I also like, went to Sunday school. Did you call it Sunday school? Yeah, yeah, Sunday, yeah, Sunday were school. Like, what are you Hebrew, talking about? It was like Hebrew school was on Tuesdays yeah, it was and on Sundays. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like Hebrew school was like Wednesdays and Sunday school was like sun. You know, that yeah. was like the thing. But I only went to Sunday school up until I had to start studying for my bat mitzvah. Right, and then you dive into. And then that. you dive into the. Did weekday. they at your camp? We had this at our camp. We would have, but if you were, if it was the year that your bat mitzvah was coming up as an activity, you would have bat mitzvah study, where you'd have to like sit oh. and practice your Torah portion. <laughs> I don't. Which I had to I do because my bat mitzvah was in October, and I never did it. And so I, they had to shorten my portion because you I didn't learn. I didn't learn it. I didn't learn it. I no. I don't think that was a. Part. I can't remember that being a part. Gotcha. God, sitting for bat mitzvah was so hard. It was so hard. You had so to learn a whole language and sing. No vowels. And when, no vowels. When and we left kids, to right, right to when left. When we were kids, we had to study with cassette tapes. Yeah. And yeah, it was right. right. Like now, I bet you they have them on their iPods. Yeah. And that's how they do it. I listened to like my cantor singing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I miss you. You yeah. just put one of those Bluetooth iPod things in during your bar mitzvah and yeah. you just kind of turn and away. And you're just kind of like singing uh, along. Thank you, Rabbi Weinsford, <laughs> for a special day. I had a moment during my bar mitzvah where my rabbi came up and now Matthew will read his Haftarah person or something like that. And I, where I looked down at it and I go, um, and I was scared because I didn't recognize it. I thought I was freaking out. And the rabbi goes, oh, and he flips the page over two more. <laughs> and then I couldn't I couldn't see it, but I, I felt him shaking around behind me. 
and the whole crowd roared with laughter. And I later figured out, he goes, I'm sorry, that's my bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were like, ugh. That's so scary. I was shaking out the Torah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes, the giant The giant. Yeah. Um, were you, are you still friends with any of your friends yeah. from camp? Yeah, they're all married to each other now. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Did you go to a lot of weddings? Um, No, I guess I'm not that close. I wasn't invited to. Wait, I think but I heard Eric's that you, like, brought your girlfriend on, your, like, your third date was a wedding sorry, at your was. summer camp? I saw him. I was walking. <laughs> Walking through Manhattan today, and I ran into whose wedding that was. <gasps> no way! Uh, it's he was Bechere. here from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, that means fate. <laughs> What's yeah. the word? What's the other word for that? Kitsum. Oh, oh. That's kismet. Kismet. Yes. Is that Hebrew? That's no. I don't think Sounds so. Hebrew. I think that that's just an American word. Yeah. Kismet. For like when kismet. Like yeah. Meant to be yeah. Yeah. Uh, serendipitous. Gotcha. Um, yeah. That was so my third. I got invited to that wedding, and, and my, it was at camp. It was at camp. Aww. It was my girlfriend and I. So she, I was living in LA. She was living in Austin. We met on Instagram. She you met through Monday Instagram? Punda? N- Instagram? No. <laughs> I mean, that was my handle, but yeah. uh, n- no, through. I knew one of her friends. I, I followed. I was a fan of hers, so I, I was following her. What a fan from? Uh, swimming. She was a pro swimmer. Oh, wow. And then I think one of her friends who was a swimmer was also in comedy and knew of me. And, that, and she ended up following me. Oh, the swimming world and the comedy world meet yeah, again. Yeah, yes. You know, Mel- yeah, Michael Phelps married to a very famous stand-up comedian. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> kidding. I don't even know if he's married. Yeah, he he's married, married to a beauty queen. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Uh, and who's starting her comedy career? Yeah. yeah God, everyone knows a lot more about Michael Phelps, Michael Phelps than Michael Phelps on me. Instagram? Because I no, do. Biggest uh, fan fun fact, one time I was in a pool in Miami, and there were two people in the pool, me and Michael Phelps. We were just both so chilling. Jealous. No one was doing laps. It was just hot. <laughs> one of the, like, my hot. proudest <laughs> things is that the assistant coach at whatever place Phelps was training had a crush on my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So Phelps asked, my, was like trying to snoop out, uh, snoop out if my girlfriend was single oh, or not funny. while we were like starting That's today. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, oh, so God, tell us more about compete. this. So you, <laughs> so so thank God it wasn't him. <laughs> you're invited to this wedding. You met this, this girl on Instagram. And she was living in Austin, so I was coming to visit her every like four weeks. We weren't like official yet, but we've been going out. So our third date was at this summer camp that was an hour drive from Austin. Wow. So yeah, we went. It was. What did it she was think? So cool. She was she just Jewish? Like, this is, no. Oh, okay. She went to swimming summer camps her whole life. She was just, she's a jock. <laughs> and like, it was such a weird world to her. All the songs and all the rituals. Yeah. She, I put on a yarmulke and she was like, ah! <laughs> Your hat. She, that's literally her reaction. It's like, quiet, the <laughs> ceremony's happening. And it was, it was our third day. It was our third day. We were both like, well, this better work out. And we were standing, there was this beautiful... Baconess, it was uh, basically where we do services, but it's outside. It's just wooden benches leading up to, I don't know what you call it in other religions, but wherever they do, the the pulpit. The altar. The the Yeah. The The altar? Um, I don't know. And it's over this lake, and the sun sets oh, right to your left. Oh, so pretty! And we were we were walking. We just walked over and watching the sunset after the service ended. And this guy, we turn around. This guy we don't know is just like, "Hey, no, keep doing that." We're like, "What?" And he's holding a camera. We're like, keep doing that. And we're like, "Okay, touch your heads together." We touch our heads together. He goes, "Now turn around," and we turn around, and we just smile for this picture. And he was a pro photographer. He was like, you guys just look really good. I'll send you the pictures. And they were amazing. They, they were too good. They looked like engagement photos. And <laughs> we both like the photos. We're like, these. we're like, let's not post these for a few months. And we didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. 
That's so funny. That's a good story. Oh, that sounds yeah. like a really pretty wedding. Yeah. That's, that's special for them. To, so they met at, like, at, like they started dating at, like, 14, 15, these, the people who? No. What was weird was a lot of them were, like, recoupling from the people they so dated while they were summer camp. I've, like, like, heard that that's what happens. Is, like, explain you go recoupling. To, you, like, go to summer camp. You may, like, you know, who, who really dates when they're 14? Like, what does that even okay. mean when you're but dating like when you're 14 you at first summer kiss camp? With yeah, it's like who, who you're yeah. kissing the whole summer. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, you're not going anywhere. Okay, then you go off to high you school. You go off in your college and life. And then, but, you know you're in this like kind of small jewish community right and then you just like re-meet people and you're like oh we made out for a summer let's yeah. see if we can and Is that then- that's how it happened I, yeah. That's what I've heard. Oh of, no, like, you're talking Jewish. about rekindling. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm saying recom- recombine. It was couples that never dated. That oh, was like, they were always dating other people. They reshuffled. Oh. It was like oh, okay. Daniel was my assistant counselor, and there was a girl who was two years older than me that I had a crush on while I was there. And then like years later, now they're married. Got like, yeah. Having a kid. Because also or, like, like all those you know or, two or three age different like years yeah. age difference at camp. Right. Right. Like at like camp, a it's deal. a big deal. Oh, but yeah. when you're a grown up, it's not that big of a deal. No, I went on a date years later. So there's a girl who was two years older than me when. When I was at summer camp, who I the biggest, it was the most hopeless crush too, because she was starting high school. I was in seventh grade, <laughs> and then like years later, we were both living in Houston, went on a date, but didn't did, work did out. But I was still thinking different. like, so weird how it's like I'm taller than that's, her now. I mean, I think <laughs> like, that that's like the whole point of Jewish camp, right? It's just you're just like creating a Jewish network of people, right? Yeah. Like, and you may not hook up like when you're 15, yeah. but like you may find someone in that network later on. Yeah. yeah. I went to a bunch of Jewish singles events. It's how I started doing comedy. I went to a bunch of Jewish, like, young adult stuff. Yeah. It was basically singles in night. In New York or in where? In Houston. Houston. And I saw a flyer for an open mic for comedy. I was like, I should do that. And, like, two weeks later, I showed up and started doing comedy. That's awesome. Jewish singles. That's, that's like, Jewish everyone's ballsy, yeah, I feel really like. Comedy. Yeah. Yeah. My mom's not so... My brother married a Jewish woman, so I'm not, I'm off the hook. That's good. Yeah. Because Yeah. We've continued the line. Oh, I'm an only you. child, so it's like a lot of pressure on me. Yes. Like your my sister, sister married, married a Jewish dude. Nice Jewish yeah, boy. like you're. Doesn't matter though. She's a girl. Too. Yeah, well, we don't have any two, boys. There's no boys. So. Yeah, well, that's hard about being a guy. It's like either I got to get my girlfriend to convert, convert got to pull a Charlotte, or uh, <laughs> a Charlotte from Sex and yes. the City. All the ever, just rewatched. Ever I just rewatched. Yeah, it's a really satisfying experience. The whole Sex and the City experience. Oh, a reference uh, I put in my act that never works. It doesn't. No, I talk about how. We got it instantly. How crazy it is that like no one's trying to kill us for the first time ever and our numbers are shrinking due to intermarriage, which means like Nazis and Egyptians and all of these persecuted groups weren't as effective as getting rid of us as Charlotte from the Sex and the City. <laughs> like, <that's... laughs> or they like are. That. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say like their their master plan is yeah. working because <laughs> yes, yeah, that should have been the final solution. Yeah, just, just a bunch of like just like a bunch of like hot girls, German yeah. guys trying to seduce Jewish girls. <laughs> girls named Christine wanting to marry a doctor. Just an army of them is better than yeah. <laughs> Girls so it is working in your act or not working? Nah, I took that out. I'll try it again. I have a whole chunk <laughs> on this right us. now. It worked with us. It worked here. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're all pretty chill. Kaden, our producer, was my teacher at, at Sunday school for a little bit. Because we're weird. like six, five years, no, like four years apart or something. So when I was in maybe like fourth grade... Kaden was in high school and she like I remember working on like a Maccabees pro- like poster project oh she was like, like the teacher's aide yeah, she I was the teacher's assistant from and I was like dr- yeah and I like, didn't have a lot of friends in the campers. class because everyone went to the same school and I was just like one random kid in the class and so I was like I want to be friends with the teaching assistant she went to my camp yeah <laughs> exactly yeah I had a kid Ellen Flax who we know um she was in kindergarten. I did work with a little kid. She was in kindergarten. Her older sister knew me from camp and she was so afraid of me because I was so loud that she would not 
come into the classroom to pick Ellen up. She would only she would like wait outside camp and make you know, Ellen come because I was so Bombs scary. Strong, yeah, yeah, I was loud. I was really loud camper. Were you yeah. a loud camper, or were you? I said, it sounds like you were a cool camper. But like, um, the counselor, I wasn't the coolest kid. Sweated a lot. Um, there was definitely a click. There was, and I wouldn't say we weren't clicks, but the Oklahoma kids all knew each other. Oh. So I was always in the bunk with all the Oklahoma kids, which was such a disadvantage because they were, you know, friends all year. And they all and lived in like OKC or OKC and one, I think Becca was in Tulsa. Uh, and then the rest were in OKC, the Herrera twins, uh, EJ. Were the, and they were the coolest kids. Aaron, like they could dance, like they were good at sports. And they all had their click. And I was friends with. Uh, Ben and David, who were like the improv film kids. Oh my god, I love so, Ben and David. Those are my what? people. So maybe I take there it back. Was a little ben bit. and David I influenced you. Improv in the talent, having Talk no experience with improv. That. I did an improv. We did the talent show. So four of us did improv together at the talent show, and, and that was our find thing. Them. I just yes. did, you're so fearless as a kid. Yeah, I could do improv now things. without taking three levels at UCB. And I was like, I'll just do it. Yeah. We just go on stage with like a tap light and like do a scene with a tap light. Just be inspired. Yeah, and then Cletus went. I remember Cletus went on. Davis. Cletus was called Davis. We all had nicknames. Um, stuck what was your nickname? Mailbox. Why? Isn't I got that a lot your of email mail or something. Yeah, yeah, I kept it. I got it. I got rebranded. It was my nickname at summer camp. Starting you got 12, a lot of mail. Because my my counselor Sweeney was a former Marine or something like that. Oh. Or did Marine program. Badass. He started calling me Mailbox. I pretended. He started calling me Mailbox, and I pretended like I didn't like it because I wanted a nickname, and I knew people were more likely to call me that. And even when I came back years, I took two years off, three years off, and I came back as a counselor, and everyone called me Matthew. And then one or two people remembered Mailbox. And by the end of the camp, everyone called me that. And That's you were like, nice. and then it stuck in college. My what? legacy How did lives that stick on. In I didn't want to use my name on Facebook. I wanted to start a new account, so I did mailbox for start, so people couldn't find me. Never asked to be called that, and everyone in college called me that because it was my name on Facebook. Well, duh. That's okay. Like, so who was sending except my good, mail? My good friends always called me. Oh, my mom. My dad. Just a lot yeah, of so mail. Yeah. So how did you end up going to sleepaway camp? Did your parents go? My or parents they... insisted I go. They insisted you. Why and did how they did think they it was like, important? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jewish faith, and I probably also just wanted to get rid of me for a month. Yeah. That's the biggest did thing. Did you go with your brother? No. My brother did one year as a counselor while I was there. Oh, okay. So he was just a blip. So, but, so where did he, what did he do for the summer? Uh, he was, uh, he was a smarty pants. He always did like junior American statesman and like sailing camp. And uh, I did a bunch of camps before that. I did, did a robotics you? camp. I did a zoo camp. I did. So did you. Zoo camp. Yeah, I don't remember very well, but did you like appre- you like appreciated that you and your brother did like separate things for the summer? Because you because like, then you were you mailbox really junior. We were, we were five years apart, so it was hard for us to enjoy things together because okay. that was so annoying. Because okay. <laughs> yeah. you were so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So your parents didn't go to camp or anything. They were just no. like we. And my dad wasn't Jewish, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my parents are older too, so they were they when they were kids there was no camps around. Well, my parents are old too, and they. My mom went to sleepaway camp. My dad went to band camp, and and how my, old? My parents are seventy. Yeah. Okay. Um, Your dad went to band camp. Yeah. I think it's the first time I'm hearing. Yeah, this. he played the clarinet. Ooh, that's a sexy <laughs> instrument, Seymour. Seymour played the clarinet, and he went to band camp. And my mom went to like traditional summer camp, and that's why I went because they. My mom was like, she's got to go. Yeah, and my mom went to the camp that we all went to. And my dad went to some random YMCA camp that I can't find on a map, but he, I, he claims existed. YMCA is so probably, good. Yeah, yeah, so my mom's camp is closed. That's why I ended up going to Walden. So, mm. 
Uh, they definitely existed. Our camp just celebrated its 100th reunion like three years ago. Mm-hmm. I got to go to one of the reunions recently. Yeah, was how it fun? Many, Tell yeah, us about that. When did you start? Or how many years is I think we're like 30 Green or 35 family. in. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I went back when I was in my 20s, like 25, and had a job. I started staffing retreats. I was living in Houston. I started staffing retreats just as an excuse to go back. And yeah. that was fun. Yeah. I like wish one Walden experience, did but stuff two like that. So what, is, what does that mean, staffing retreats? So like when that like... like nifty. Yeah. It was all the youth oh, groups would do yeah. retreats there. Nifty. I was in Nifty too. Yeah. Yeah. Was nifty was dorkier. Year. Yeah. Nifty was dorkier so I could hold my own there. But or BBYO no, that, was... Oh, I was in BBYO. What's BBYO? BBYO was the... What, a B'nai B'rith youth organization. It's, I was in BBG and... BBG is the girls, the right? The girls one and the boys one is AZT, I think. Yeah, AZ- it's... It's like that, but it's way frattier. Yeah. So the cool Jewish kids go to that. Cool Jewish kids wouldn't be caught dead at Nifty. I only did it in for <laughs> one year because I felt really out of my out of yeah. my depth. Wow. I like couldn't. And you yeah. met a lot They're of like people. Trying to smoke pot. And, oh wow! Like, yeah. I just like I did it because I had like a family friend who the daughter did it, and she like invited me. You had to be like initiated in. It was like a weird thing. Dude, it was is... super sorority like, and that just is not my vibe. And people do it in all. high school. Yeah, uh, it was in high school. Yeah. I got in. She was a senior, and I was a sophomore, and they like initiated me in, and I went to this whole like retreat, and my dad picked me up, and I was like, I'm not going back. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't go to parties in high school, and that was like that was the closest I came, and I was always like, I feel so weird, and everyone's cool. And like, yeah, and like just, in uh, the initiation, like the boys came over. It was like in someone's house. I don't know where there were parents. There were no parents. No around. parents. Yeah, and like my parents like let me go and sleep over there, and wow. the boys came over, and I was like, I I am not ready for this yeah, experience. It was way. It was Greeker. I um Greek. I did one. I, I think I did a couple. A freshman year, I did a BBYO event where we all went over to like a mansion of a home, like rich Jewish people in Atlanta have this huge, they had huge downstairs with like floor to ceiling movie screen with a projector. Bunch of boys, must've been dozens of us all watched porn, a porno on a big screen together. I remember one girl, one woman walked in and would be like, hey guys, just let you guys know for the the, the events tonight. And she, and someone yells, show us your boobs because we've just been watching porn. She goes, yeah, no. By the way, a bunch of dudes watching porn together is the gayest yeah, thing. And then gay. walked away. Uh, oh, my God. It yeah, wasn't softcore either. Ooh. And then, no, Nifty was nothing. Nifty was so much more fun and wholesome. And yeah, so you, like, oh went, God. so they, like, had retreats at your camp, and you went and, like, ran the retreats. Yeah. No, but I also went to Nifty events in Atlanta. So yeah, I, started, yeah. I did the Nifty stuff in Atlanta. Like, I did the uh, regional conferences every quarter. Yeah. And they'd usually be, because the southeastern... Uh, region which is what Atlanta uh, Atlanta is in is Georgia Carolinas Mississippi Alabama and North Florida Um, so everything basically happened in Atlanta because that's the biggest hub yeah Yeah, Yeah, everyone would just drive in ironically there was a uh, a region just for South Florida that was massively bigger than all of <laughs> yeah. those states. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That makes, yeah, that does. A lot of <laughs> South Florida is also southern Beach. New York City. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so I my temple was really tried to push the nifty. Like they really mm-hmm. liked that organization, but by the time that they had like gotten their shit together, I was like a senior. Like I wasn't about to join yeah. Nifty, so like whatever. But I wish I had. It was like So were there camp vibes to this? To yeah, this they group sang I bit? honestly thought that you know the Carol when I 
Carol King. Carol King song, <laughs> You've Got a Friend. Of course. I thought that it was written by Debbie Friedman, like, until I was, like, 17 years old, just because, like, we sang them at all of our Hebrew school retreats, and I was, <laughs> like, I just thought that all these folky songs were, like... And who's Debbie Friedman? She writes um, a lot of Jewish folk songs. She's, Ooh. like, a pretty famous Jewish folk singer, and I'm sure that you know some of the songs that she wrote. I can't wait to listen to them. I can't think of any off the top of my I'm head. I'm only familiar with Rick Rex. The Rex. Not By Might and Not By Oh, that's power. her song? Yeah, she sings. She I wrote love that, that song. song. Yeah, that's a good. You, you don't know, know Salam? Yeah, I don't know if she wrote that one. We can no, it no, up. but I f- I'm trying to find a, a version that's as good as the one I heard at camp. And I f- there's a band called Shiva that has one on iTunes oh, that I bought, um, but it's just not Hadagna, as good. Uh, Hadagna, something oh like that. I've never I'm felt less <laughs> Jewish right now. There's a guy Those who do, there's a guy who does a, a good version of Salam. Good, okay. I'll, I'll see if I can find it and I'll send it to Gosh. you. What's funny is all the kids who were too cool for me at camp. Yeah. Uh, I'm friends with all of them now. Like they, I mean, you're pretty cool. It's, like oh, I thank can't you. imagine that. It's you almost like being successful cool. in comedy has made people has like made me you more. Be your <laughs> it's so annoying. Oh, what a grind. So weird. Um, oh, I went back and did a show. Like, oh yeah, was, tell us about your reunion. But keep going with your which story. Re- right oh, now. reunion was cool. It just felt cool. I, I don't know. I just felt like. You were like, it's whatever, just me I'm being a, a piece of shit because of having just like mild success in comedy and like walking around. They still call you mailbox. Yeah. 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 But it feels good to be part of like a tradition where there's like it's still going on and all the years you were there and the years before. Yeah. It's it's it also it's just nice to be because like it happens with high school too of like all the barriers, all the little clicks we had. We're all just friends now. We're all just like you're fun. Real, yeah. We all party together and no one feels excluded or included. Totally. Just Just excited that they came back for the reunion. And we like randomly party together when we're all in the same city. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ben Lee is in Austin and let me I was staying at his place the weekend I met my girlfriend Mm -hmm. and when I came in town I'm like, Hey Ben, I'm just here to meet this girl. (laughs) Please be a good and he was a wingman on our first date. (laughs) It was just great. So Ben and David were the guys who were the funny guys they, yeah. yeah oh yeah the improv Ben's experience. in film now oh great Ben does film we've done like he's in Austin doing all this cool film stuff we we like do like random shit together now and then uh, he's just a good guy he, uh, he crashes at my place yeah and whenever he comes by whenever we come to LA or Houston and uh, so they got you on stage at the talent show. Yeah, got back in the day, and they're they're like I'll never be as funny as they. Julia were. knew she knew that there was a little like. I was like, I think we just need to recover yeah, this we memory just need to recover in your brain. That memory. Dude, Dave, David Spielman was just the funniest guy. We, we did um, he was just he was one of those guys with just so much energy. We were like sixth grade, and they gave us a tap light. Mm-hmm. We did a tap light improv scene. Remember the tap lights? Of course, yeah. yeah. He put it under his shirt, pressed it down, and goes, I'm radioactive boob woman. <laughs> and like that was a thing That's for the so rest of camp. That's so funny in sixth grade. It's such a Bold funny, choice. That's it funny a now. Like, a good improv scene of like, <laughs> like after being bitten by a radioactive bra. Like there's so much you could do with that. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, I miss tap lights. I know. Remember tap lights? They're fun. Like the They're Sham really Wow of oh, yeah. 1999. But, exactly. but the thing is that I was always come to camp with like four of them probably yeah. and hang them all around my area. And then... Oh, do you remember that intense sticky summer, tape and you try to put yeah. it on the wall and it'd yeah. fall off in the middle of the night? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the end of the summer, only one worked. No matter how many times you change the batteries, whatever, maybe one worked You were, if you were lucky. Like they just, they're not long lasting yeah. They are radio devices. Yeah. So you have to be careful. You talk about like rose colored lenses. Uh... 
most of my time spent at summer camp was just being really mopey about a girl. <laughs> but I don't know if that's different, universal. Different girls. Different girls every week. Yeah. Or like oh, for yeah. each summer, one girl was like the one. Uh, yeah. Well, so ours was, you know. Did that's you have like dances with there. the girls? Yeah. Shabbat was the big, big thing. So we had Shabbat every Friday night, Shabbat services. And, and I know then a you dance listened. After. You always had a date. That was the thing. You had a, that was always how you did it. Because maybe, I think you listened to a little bit of our, our other kind of Jewish reformy romance mm-hmm. episode. And we learned about Shabbat walk. Did you have something like that? No. That was like the hangout before the date. Oh, dance. yes, we did. And that so was how, what you'd have a date for. You'd hold Yeah, so how did you get your date? You'd, or how would you like ask them out? Okay. It was and like it was, always the boys asking the girls? No. no. No, I got asked, I think. Girls ask boys? Yeah. That's good. Feminism. Huh. That I, did a, I did another kind of camp. The reason I didn't go to Israel? Robotics? Oh, yeah. N- I did a robotics Nerd. camp. Yeah. Zoo, was, zoo camp. I did a Nerd. month long. I did Knowles. <laughs> have y'all had a, a oh, wilderness camp yet? I, no, we haven't had a wilderness Oh, that's like camp. a really like that's adventure. Real, yeah, I got, I got, cool. I wanted to do Israel. My mom's like, I'm not sending you to Israel. You're 15. You're not going to appreciate the culture. You're just going to be trying to hook up with girls. Like, I'm gonna send yeah, you what's your on point? On a 31 day camping trip where everything you need is strapped to your back and you hike a hundred miles to the woods, pitching yeah. your own tents. All boys. With 12 other teenagers, three girls in our group. Cool. Um, and I learned on that that I love nature and that I'm a piece of shit. I remember really going, like, oh, I'm not. My irresponsibility as a person causes others harm. My ability to pack things. Yeah. I was, I was, I, I was a workhorse and that like I loved hiking and I loved carrying more. But like when it came to like sitting down and cleaning the dishes and planning meals for everyone and actually yeah. like getting the tent ready, I was so lazy and people resented me. It was a good wake up call that I'm still learning from. Yeah. I'm not a good. So no to Matthew on the kibbutz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be a horrible kibbutznik. Um, yeah. That was a big thing. And it was, it was no great. It turned my life around. <laughs> It was. So, yeah, it was. So it made me a harder working heart. person. Yeah. It, made, it made me give me a really good physical that's work like ethic. That's what the. That's what you know. The parents do for the bad boys. They like send yeah. them into the woods and then they come back reformed. Yep. Three kids. Got, I was also like a, a straight edge kid. Yeah. And I didn't drink. I didn't same, smoke. Same. Three kids got caught smoking weed on that trip and okay. were sent home. Yeah. No, they're so strict. Oh, we had to walk that. an extra twelve <laughs> miles. So me and another kid chaperoned those three to the trailhead oh where they got picked up because God. they had to be shipped out in the middle of this trip. And I remember walking extra with them. And it was I. So we packed up for that, and I didn't pack enough gas for the stove. So we didn't have enough food to eat that night. And then we caught back up with the, the group at one of the, uh, the drops. We had two drops to pick up extra food. Yeah. Um, and we caught them there and we got to eat their extra rations, the three people's extra rations, after basically 36 hours of undernourishment and pure hiking. Oh my God. And it was the best meal of my life. I be- I'm sure yeah. that's absolutely true. It was so good, but um, I, it was my fault. It, I remember I remember the shaking, like, there was like this gas in there and I remember <laughs> Were, no, it was. You were it was 15. My, I, I didn't fuck over those people. I fucked over the counselor, because the the two guys, one of the guys was with us, yeah. basically sacrificed his portion so we could oh eat undercooked macaroni and onions. And like it was in this moment, like I'm not a good person. I have to constantly work no, on myself for the rest of my your, life. I can't yeah, you sounds like you're being really hard on yourself. No, I'm still that. I'm okay, still yeah. in a relationship. I learn I'm that. Yeah. And in friendships, I learn I'm that. Yeah. A have you heard about Uncrustables? <laughs> <laughs> Our camp was such it's a shit all... show that we were frequently sent out with not enough food. Like I did, a, I was a counselor on a four-day canoe trip where 
uh, they sent us with two days worth of food. Mm -hmm. By the end, as the oh counselor, God. I was eating, we were just eating straight lettuce and mm -hmm. we were feeding the kids that's English muffin tomato sauce sandwiches because that's literally all Ugh. we had left. And we like got off the river, got on the road, drove directly to a Dunkin' Donuts and spent all of the emergency money just to <laughs> feed the kids. We were all starving. Sugar. Yeah, Jeez. it was the worst. <laughs> How did this happen? This was the camp craft girl that year was like just not not with it. It's important and work. This yeah. was this was on camp? Yeah. This was this was Whoa. like Yeah, it was on camp. They sent us with two of three coolers and one of the coolers was like not packed with like Important the food stuff, yeah. that we it was like for meds and stuff like that so like was Quite not bad. so we had two coolers worth of food and yeah. to be fair the stakes were lower in your situation That's we literally true. had to you oh, much lower 30 percent of what we did on this trip was to not get eaten by bears yeah no much yeah, yeah, lower. Yeah. I, and like, i'm not Noles i'm not kidding like, about Noles that there was so intense like Noles that's like intense. real outdoor we had no bathroom i didn't see a mirror for 31 days that's awesome it was kind of cool yeah we were that's looking in the mirror great. Like, who's this guy yeah you yeah. probably uh -huh. like your hair was all bleached and you were tan and i had like, very tan taller thighs. and i came back taller i came back stronger i remember it was i ran in middle school I was really good. And then I quit, and then I was really bad in high school. Well, I don't want to say really good. I was fast for a middle schooler, uh, and then I was bad in high school. And then when I came back from, the, you're supposed to run all summer. The cross country says run three miles a day, run five miles a day, seven miles a day. Yeah, yeah. And I came back having not run the whole summer, but hiked with a fifty. It was forty to sixty pounds, depending on yeah, where we were on the so, trip. So at high strong. altitude, and I was I started the trip so bad, and I remember I came back and I I PR'd the first race of the season, yeah. having not run at all. Yeah, because yeah. you were so PR strong. Me. Personal, Personal record, record. Oh. or PB depending on the sport. Personal best. Yeah. yeah, is that first swimming? Depends on. I, I've heard I've heard both. I think rower. I've heard uh, rowers use PB. Mm. Weightlifters, you. <laughs> All right. Um, well, you so, should check out Matthew's Comedy Central special, mm -hmm. um, half hour special, right? And download check the Monday Punday app yeah, and check out try Monday to beat Punday. Sammy and super points. Fun. Sammy's uh, gonna be ahead of you already, so good luck. Good message luck. me if we need hints on the Facebook page or the email or all that. Oh, yes, he's very that? nice about hints, but yeah. it's not as fulfilling. I know. As I read it yourself. On the website, he my was hints like, are very I don't, I don't <laughs> post the answers because I, I think answers. you're smarter than you think well, you are. Yeah. And at the beginning, I was like, God damn this it. guy. Yeah, but now I'm like, no, I don't want the answers. I can do it. Yeah, it's not about because if I give out the answers, then it's just look how clever I am. But yeah. if, like, I want you to feel good. Someone could just Google it. Like Whatever. That'd be bad. Anyway, um, check him out. He's awesome. We had a great time. Matthew and Broussard. Yep, Matthew, Matthew Broussard. Matthew, not Matt. That's right. Get it right. Get it tight. Good apostle <laughs> name. Oh, it's so good. It is an apostle it's so name. so good. All right. Um, Thanks for listening. It's been Julia and Sammy. Keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. Keep it crispy, baby. Uh, day is done. Gone the sun. We out. Our theme song was written, recorded, and sung by the very talented Steffi Copeland.